Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K-Drama Jen. I'm Carrie the Mockney. And I'm K-Muse. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode that we release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. And it's also a great pla- great place to chat with us about recent dramas and what we're all watching. The link is in our show notes. Okay, so this is what we've all been waiting for. If you remember, we looked at some of the dramas that would be coming out. We talked about uh, which ones we might do a first impression on. And then we left it up to listeners to help us decide. So we put out a poll and we, well, first of all, we all voted. Remember that? And um, the we top, did. was we it the took, top three? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was no, the three it was, that yeah, we were, three. it was, or no, it was three. You're right. It was three right. that we all agreed we would be wanting to watch yep. or yes. at least give a chance. So we, mm-hmm. we put out a poll on Twitter and Facebook and the winner of the poll was I okay. I just need to say I think part of the reason that this the show won is because Amber in she a did. last minute. Tried it to wasn't get even hers. last minute, dude. It was like it was a couple of days beforehand. It, it was, was a couple was. of days. Like it okay. was not last minute, and I pimped it a lot beyond that too. It's without like she any in supporters to to vote so that she could get her Jong Hyuk fix. But all right, I'm He's just going to say that the, one, the one that won is the show Tell Me What You Saw. And so we are definitely going to be doing a first impression on Tell Me What You Saw. However, the rest of us, including K-Muse, kind of got sucked into Itaewon class. And so we're going to be talking about that too. Is that okay with everybody? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So we're going to start with Tell Me What You Saw. So, <laughs> what were our expectations when we first started this? I I was really hoping that it was going to be a great Jung Hyuk fan drama. You know, he looks so good in the steels with that hair. One of his best hairstyles of all time, in my opinion. He looks so good. And he was just coming off My Country, where he was amazing. Probably one of his best performances, in my opinion. So I was like, on a Jungkook high. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reality then, might have hit yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> so that was my expectations. Uh, my expectations were it's an OCN drama. So those, sometimes I can really like them and sometimes they're just a little bit too procedural for me. So I kind of was on the fence, but I agree that he looked amazing in the preview. And so I was really hoping, um, and then I do like the, um, female lead. Um, so I was just kind of hoping it would be a really cool thriller. Cause I do like, if it's well done, I do like a good thriller on OCN. So, well, and I, I was looking forward to a good mystery. I wanted a solid, I, we haven't watched a really solid mystery based drama in a while. And I was hoping for a similar vibe to uh, queen of mystery, 
kind of not exactly a buddy cop, but kind of a buddy cop feel to it where they work together to solve these mysteries and kind of they have strengths to balance out each other's weaknesses. And that's that's what I was hoping for. That was my expectation. Yeah. So my expectation going in is that or was uh, John Kilk. So um, totally loved him in my country, was pretty much digging the hairstyle. I'm with, with K-Muse on this one. And the premise was really interesting to me. So that we do have a lot of serial killer dramas out right now, but um, I've been impressed with him, especially when he's able to kind of take on some of those more serious roles. So, um, so I had high expectations. So we had high expectations, I think, for the most part, all of us. What did we think of the characters? Mockney looks like your first on the list. Yeah, it does look like that. <laughs> I know. I was I confused because we're breaking from our usual styles. So I, I was like, oh, crap. I was last and I well, just okay. jumped in. So I created this. And the last time we did it, you guys were like, oh, I- I'm the one talking right after I introduced the topic. OK, is that the way I'm supposed to do it? So I switched it up. But then I'm confused. <laughs> Sorry. Consistency is not our strong point. <laughs> Maybe not. So I can, I can, we can handle, like, I can just do it and say my opinion now and we can just do it that way if we want to go with that flow. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) So I have a really hard time when the female lead, especially if she is in a professional, like a position, like a cop or a doctor or any of that kind of stuff, when they're made to look very incompetent. And so I didn't really like her character, the female leads cop character. And I was a little confused until they explained it as to why she would have this photographic memory and then fail the cop test like over and over and over. I think almost all female cops, if they're uh, rookie ones, they had to take the test at least eight times in most Kate dramas to actually pass, but which she's one of them. I think it was like four or five, but they did explain that she only has that kind of memory when she's in a very like anxiety, high pressure situation and his character is going to be the one to hone in her skills and make her be a better police officer. And that part of the setup wasn't my favorite. And then also the other female police officer, I don't know the, I can't remember the actress's name, but I didn't really like how often people were smacked around and she was doing that a lot. She was like hitting people. So that was my impression. And, oh, and his crazy laugh. <laughs> it's bad. It was, oh, my gosh. It was, the seconds. Laugh. Oh. It was seconds within the, that, that episode. And all of a sudden, he laughs. And I'm like, oh, God. This this director is not going to rein him in at all. So no. you guys no. know my feelings for his laugh. That's my character uh, analysis. <laughs> It'll do him really well if they ever allow him to play a serial killer, though, because that's a great serial killer laugh. I like, don't know. At this point, know. it's just so clownish. Yeah. yeah. I saw was... a clip and he naturally laughed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I like your natural laugh. Why can't you laugh like that? <laughs> I know. He literally sees, like, the word laugh and goes, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much a chewing the scenery type of laugh. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I just, that was a huge turnoff for me because he's got, you know, he's supposed to be this cold kind of, disconnected 
uh, guy just because of the trauma he'd experienced in the past. And then he lets loose that laugh. And I'm just like, where did you come from? <laughs> so, and then with her, I kind of got what they were doing because they made her look kind of dumb. Yeah. And she was practicing arresting procedures on a goat. So, well, I don't think that's what she was doing. I think she was helping them get the goat. It wasn't, she was not practicing her arresting procedures. She works in the country. She does. Not a lot happens. Right. They needed her help to get the goat. The other cop is like, well, I'm not helping. Yeah. I I think she's just the helpful cop who's willing to help people in need, even if it's getting a goat. I don't think it was. I'm arresting this goat. <laughs> well, no, but that, that's not exactly what I meant. But she kept talking about procedure while she was trying to capture the goat. And so that's just the sense I got from that scene. Because gotcha. I was having a hard time. So there may have been a little fast forwarding going on. So I don't think her introduction was the most flattering for her character. I think they should have cut that and just gone to when she first me- meets Jong Hyuk's character. Because mm. it made her look at least more competent. Maybe not more intelligent, but more competent. Mm. But I watched through the end of the second episode, and by then I was still not buying the dynamic. And yeah, anyway, I just, yeah, I wasn't quite feeling it. He's not, he's taken the cold too far. There's nothing to hook us in and hook me in and feel sorry for him or feel like, you know, there's hope for him to become a warmer person. Mm. (laughs) So... (laughs) I have a confession to make. You're caught up, aren't you? (laughs) And you're enjoying it. No, actually, it's worse. (laughs) Oh, no. You know that I actually watched this at your house, K-Muse. Yes. And I totally fell asleep. You did. (laughs) You did fall asleep. So I saw the part where she was out in the country and they wanted her to help help them catch the goat or whatever. Yes. Um, A lot of other stuff is just sort of fuzzy because I had <laughs> jet had lag or jet whatever. Lag. There is some jet lag going on. <laughs> so I don't really feel like I have a good sense of like what I, I, I will tell you, I didn't have a good impression of her. Um, but I don't actually remember Jung Hyuk showing up. So <laughs> I maybe well, slept through the more than I thought I did. A, he wasn't extensively in episode one, to he's be in honest. A, he, he's in he's, a very dark room. He has a lizard that he likes to keep in his And that's thing. the only thing and that's then he like lit. <laughs> I totally remember the conversation about the lizard. <laughs> because you guys were, you, bo- you were both there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We watched that and then we watched about the lizard. And I was like, I'm so tired. I want to open my eyes and see what this is. But yeah, I didn't. <laughs> so I'm not going to be as harsh. I actually, I really liked the directing when they were doing it. Is her name Sue Young? Uh, what's her name? I know she's the Girls' Generation actress. She looks fabulous yeah. in this she drama. Looks amazing. Amazing. She looks fabulous. And they are so. doing, the director really is photographing her well. Yes. Yeah. It's And it's not like, oh, I'm going to make her look super sexy. She looks very pretty and 
normal. She just looks like a regular cop, but yes. You know, because you can see on the other female cop, they definitely give her that hard edge Mm -hmm. and... She has almost this harsh look all the time, but she's the, got the slicked back, yes. short hair. I am yeah. that loving, they like to give. even on episode two, <laughs> I'm loving the directing mm. on the lead girl, and I'm actually liking the direction they're going with in her character. Um, she isn't the brightest, but she's also in the country, very green. She is not a high powered, you know, used to the grime of lots right. of crime. Or being aware that, okay, I need to look at the scene. I need to know what's going on. You know, she's not in that kind of situation. And she's slowly figuring that out as she goes. So, I mean... I'm not inherently uh, against characters like that. I mean, yeah. come on. I ended up loving uh, Kang Han Newell's character yeah, in uh, yeah. Camille Blooms. I just... It's so tropey. It is very tropey. K-drama crime procedural. Of However, having her, I think like, out, if I had to pick out the best thing about this drama has going for it, it would be her. Gotcha. Like she is. Wow. That's a lot saying a lot. <laughs> <You've got laughs> <Jang Hook. laughs> let, let me go for it. So I do like her. I do like how, the arc of her story. Um, what I'm having problems with is the director wants to go super weird with Jung Hook's character. Um, we are going to, I, I'm assuming this is his house, but there's like absolutely no furniture, no anything. It's like the lizard tank (laughs) in the middle of the room and it has a highlight up above it. So you can see the lizard tank and then everything else is in darkness. And he's like in this warehouse house and in a wheelchair and you can't even properly see his pretty hair. (laughs) <laughs> I was very disappointed. Uh, yeah. So, but it gets better because you get some visuals of him in episode two, but then it mm-hmm. looks like he has grimy hair when he's not before the whole accident that makes him handicapped. And then he's kind of just weird, cranky profiler guy. And so he hadn't caught me by the end of episode two. That said, I'm still going to go forward with it. I'll give it to at least episode four and then kind of decide where I'm going. But it definitely didn't hook me. Um, To be honest, I can't even remember the last OCN show that really was like, Mm. oh, my goodness, this is amazing. They're kind of getting their butts kicked by JTBC, which is doing a lot more edgier stuff. And they do it not they do it with more. Elegance, I guess, mm-hmm. is a good word. Yeah. Because OCN's very, we're going to do the tropes and we're going to do the directing tropes. And it's just going to be exactly what you're expecting. There's not going to be any like artistry to it. And so I don't know. OCN might be pushed back on the, eh, if I hear good things, I might check out an OCN drama, but it won't be like the ones that I used to look forward to, I guess, is the way of saying it. So. As I've long-windedly talked. Well, I was going to say, I think that the next question that we put on here, we've all kind of answered it already. Like we, by when we're talking about the characters, we've kind (laughs) of described what about episode one or two or however far you're on, what we didn't like about it and why we are not going to move further with it. The only thing I would say that really put me off is they go lean super heavy in the jerk co-cop characters Mm. where they're all Mm -hmm. like as 
drama geek said they're the smackers they're the kickers they're the you are so stupid take responsibility for your stupidity mm-hmm. kind of cops and i hate those kind of tropes because it's just like are you serious yeah you know <clears throat> it was raining and she slipped it's not like she tried to like let the serial killer go and you know i i don't know that right. kind of thing just upsets me because all she was doing was taking pictures of it. She wasn't yeah, even. No. She might have. Was she going down the hill? I think Maybe. she was trying to go yeah. a little closer. Still. But, but still. She was trying to go closer. And she kind of. You saw her hesitate. And she was questioning if it was a good idea or not. Yeah. So I was kind of. I, w- I wasn't agreeing with how harshly they came down on her. But right. at the same time, I was kind of like, I kind of see their point. Because if, she if had- she'd stayed up top, she wouldn't have ruined the crime scene. But it was raining torrential buckets. It was ruined already. Well, and also the cop put me off because he was the one that was at her mother's um, hospital when her mother passed. And he was the biggest total jerk. Yeah. Oh, you know, he was so empathetic and. Yeah, unsympathetic, rude, obnoxious, and he deserved to get kicked in the balls, in my my (laughs) opinion. That was one of those scenes. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I think I was talking to you guys when we were watching this. If it is not a, a medical drama... The bedside manner of the doctors that come out and, and tell people and cops that come out and tell people like that. Oh, your your loved one died. I'm sorry they didn't make it. Or even a cop telling them of like, oh, OK, you know, whatever news it is. They're so mean and just rude your and mom is dead and <laughs> I'm not going to be doing anything about it because you're too stupid to know what happened. <laughs> it's like it's like what? <laughs> OK. Because and it's because they have the act, the actors come out, deliver the line, and then leave. And it's just that setup of like the doctor is only there for two seconds. They deliver the line, they leave, but it it but leaves it no feeling kindness. so like, huh? What? Why would you tell it? But if it's a medical drama, then they'll you know they're they're very and then there's the weeping they wailing. They're, Why? they're more human. Why yeah. didn't you save her? <laughs> right. Oh, so it's goodness. just a very odd scene sometimes. Yeah. But anyway. So is anyone going to continue? I might give it to episode four because I'm on a roll of watching a ton of dramas right now. But we have like 13 new dramas next month. And I'm not sure if this one's going to be taking up a spot that a better drama could take up. So So I did go back today and I started to watch the very beginning. But then um, other things got in the way. So I don't know if I'm going to go back or not yeah there are too many dramas and you just saying that there's 13 new starting i to give me a, a like hyperventilate <laughs> like, what because we but have crash some really good ending, ones right now crash landings ending the game is it did just start but it's also pretty yeah far stove league is it. ending and stove league just ended i've just yeah. got like six episodes i think or five i have five that i have to watch so yes i'm gonna move some stuff off and i'm currently watching four chinese dramas that i am actually on top of i know i know right there and it's just like oh i have no room to really add in something that's just like eh. yeah so speaking of another drama that we might be watching (laughs) let's we'll talk about itaewon class and same question for this drama what were our expectations going in? 
And for me, um, this was a definite um, because of Park Sojun. And, but I don't think I was expecting, so I knew nothing about the webtoon or any of the um, source material. Um, so going in, I was really just, I like Park Sojun. I always watch anything that he's in just to give it a shot. Um, and then the lead actress just completely drew me in. Um, so that was, as far as expectations, though, this was, I'll just start, I'll stop there. Expectation was, I expected it would be good because it's Park So Jun. I'm a huge, is it Kim Dae-mi? Dummy? Da-mi. Da-mi. Yeah. Sorry for everyone who's just cringing. <laughs> I'm not good at the pronunciation aspect. I, that's but, one that has been pointed out, though, that like, yeah. we really are trying to work on. I we promise. Are. I promise. No. And yeah. Duh. <laughs> Kim Dami <laughs> is amazing. I love her so much. And I was so excited that she was going to be in this. And so regardless of who else was in it, even if it's an actor I disliked, I would watch it for her. And luckily it's turned out really well. Um, so I was really excited to watch this and support her in her first drama role. So, um, I have heard a lot of buzz on online about the original source material and there's just some different character aspects that I was really looking forward to. So, and then they cast Park Sojun. I don't know the female Lee before this, but seeing her acting, I would have been very interested in it with her. Um, if I had seen her before. So that was kind of my expectation of like, well, she's I'm so just, surprisingly eye catching. Like she is, she really holds the screen and so. she's mm-hmm. different. Like she, it's not she that is. normal. Not that I don't like, you know, K drama actresses. Cause I really do like a lot of them, but she just has this different feel to her, of her character and her acting. So. Yeah. And honestly, I was just shallow. I was like, Park Sao Jun, I'm in. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the plot does sound interesting, and I do kind of like the, I like the class revolts that are not necessarily revenge. I remember when we talked about it in the teaser podcast that we did, I wasn't sure because it was a revenge drama, but I'm liking how Park Sao Jun's character is very, he's very honorable, and he's going to do things his way, and he holds back, you know, and there's that Bible reference that, you know, you don't retaliate until 70 times 7. And he definitely waits until somebody beats on him. And then he rises up and says, okay, we're done now. But yeah, I just, I like the feeling of his character. I like where this is headed. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that. No, I'm not the next one. It's, it's K-drama <laughs> Jen. No, it's not. Oh. Jen hasn't talked about it yet. Oh, Actually, wait, we're skipping. We're skipping. I <laughs> No, she talked first. See, I, now it's all confusing. I'm so glad that you love us <laughs> and will stick with us through our trials of, you know, formatting. <laughs> so what I do we think? I to go back to the way that you said we were going to do it. So I just. <laughs> no, I totally did. But then I like blanked and then I'm like, oh, she must be coughing. I'll sit here like. <laughs> quietly and wait (laughs) um and so now i feel like i have to say just i've been muting myself because i am coughing a lot i'm recovering from the flu so um so if you do hear me cough it's because i wasn't able to grab the mute button fast enough yes so i i just thought i was being polite and like (laughs) letting you cough but onward so what do we think of park sojun's acting 
Um, he's just phenomenal. Mm. Like I've enjoyed him in past things. Like I haven't always enjoyed the roles he's chosen. If I had any issues, it was with a chosen role. It wasn't ever his acting that I was like, ugh, I'm he's so wooden, you know, anything like that. So it's never been that. But he's stepped it up a notch in this role. And oh my goodness, he and this director are just like, ugh. I just have so many like heart emoji eyes going everywhere. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I'm just like, oh man, he is so just amazing. So his eye acting, which I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of another drama that I've seen him in that I've really noticed that aspect of him. And there, I mean, I have here and there, but like this one, there is so much that's said with just how he's, doing his eyes his facial expression because his facial expression a lot of time is just blank because he's like Mm -hmm. frustrated or mad or or whatever or he's thinking it through things through a lot but his eye acting and then the different little ticks that i know that he is emulating from the source material and again i have actually not seen more than a couple of like slides from that so i'm not speaking from having read it or anything but i know like the head where he's grabbing his hair and he's you know like pushing forward when he gets either upset or he's embarrassed or whatever like that's definitely something that i've seen the um the the character do in the the webtoon um but all of those little things are making it like his character feels so different from his it feels very similar to a lot of his other characters but it also i can see this complete difference you know what i mean like added depth almost to this character compared to some of his past ones yeah so and i think it's just like it's the perfect storm where his acting this director Mm -hmm. and having certain co-stars in their chemistry is just coming all together yeah so well and i think too with his this character he has kind of a stillness to him like he he does he stops when he thinks but the stillness is still very compelling. Like you want to watch to see what he's doing next. You don't get bored. Mm-hmm. At least I don't. So I, I think that brings the depth that you were talking to talking about to his character. Agreed. I totally agree with that. That whole like the stillness that you're describing that comes from just like he's you can feel inside that he wants to do something. He really wants to act, but he's learned how he needs to control himself so that he can move forward with things. I, you can feel it. And just, I love his character. Like, I just love that he's this noble, upright person, despite everything that's been happening to him. And so Mm -hmm. um, I think Park Sojin just pulls that off beautifully. So I'm I'm impressed. He does well with characters who um, aren't like the best at everything and the smartest at everything and like geniuses like he does well to make them very likable and very um, just the boy next door. Like he just he has that like he's the kid down the block and you really love him and he's doing a good job, I think, with that. He's got that everyman quality that you get in like Martin Freeman. I'm trying just to... relatable and kind of yeah yeah he's not untouchable yep agree all right on the flip side um or maybe not on the flip side because she's also doing an amazing job the female lead does she have a different feel as far as the character and the acting or are we projecting because she's new to the drama i don't i 
I don't think so. I'm the one that wrote this question, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, cause again, like I know that she's only been in a couple movies. She has a different look to her than a lot of the actresses. She actually, who she kind of reminds me of is a very young Duna Bay a little bit. Like she just has this, um, different feel where she can pull off quirkier characters and you still end up liking them and being drawn to them. At least that's how I feel about her character. Now her character specifically isn't your sweet. um, She doesn't lie down and she also isn't portrayed as like the nicest person either, but I love the trajectory already. We've watched, uh, is it four episodes is did five and mm-hmm. six air? Well, I have. I know some of you guys yeah. have watched five I've and watched six. I've watched through five. Okay. But I've watched through four, and I just really like, again, it's not that she's necessarily even become in four episodes the most likable person, but like she's relatable. I can see why she might do the things that she's doing, and I can also see some of the, the areas that she might go towards. So I really enjoy watching her pull off some of the the different scenes that she's had so far with a little bit of an edge and that's I think that's some of the the actresses they don't always have that those kind of actresses tend to be in a lot of more movies than yeah. dramas well, you know what I mean because there's a, a lot of actresses are like well I don't want to look stupid if I try to be edgy or, right right you know I yeah. don't want myself to look this way or have this image and she's kind of like screw it you know, I'm going to go for the character. Yeah. But she's, I, I, again, I like her character. Is she a really likable character when you first meet her? Maybe not necessarily, but I totally dig her. So. And you guys know, I was struggling with her character when she was introduced because she was just, she was so self-centered and, and not, not in a look at me way, but just, she, you could tell when she had a choice she was actually going, okay, what is going to benefit me and what's going to serve me and really not caring about the consequences. And so I struggled with that. And I'm grateful by the end of four that I could see more to her. But the actress is also doing a really good job. There's almost a Western culture feel to her because like when the the mom of the girl that she stopped from bullying, you know, came in and was like, who do you think you are? And goes to slap her. And she's like, I don't think so. Yeah, You know, it was very... It was very much a Western defiance type of thing, which I was like, oh, that's nice. But then she goes and she turns on Park Sao Jun. And I'm like, oh, wait, now I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of went back and forth. But it was it was interesting to see just in that short time that she was with us in these first four episodes to see her start to have a perspective shift. And that's what brought me on board with her. So I'm interested to see where she goes and how they end up relating. So as far as the actress, I just love her. Like, I think she's incredible. And I think she has, she's just unique because she doesn't, I, I keep looking at her because at first I'm, she's not traditionally pretty in the sense of a, like, of a typical K-drama actress look. Right. But then the more you look at her, you're like, wow, she's really beautiful. Um, so it's really interesting. And so she's able to really pull off that sort of, like, careless sort of behavior that she has she she definitely comes across as in the very beginning as very young and um in many ways young but then in other ways worldly Mm -hmm. and so um she's got a really good balance with that so i love the actress the character um 
she's got a really nice trajectory, I think, ahead of her for growth. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that because I've enjoyed her a lot. Uh, one thing I think I believe, and if I recall seeing it when I was researching this after we had started it, um, it said like she was an actual sociopath. So mm-hmm. she has problems connecting emotions and connecting with others emotionally. Right. And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we see is that coming through. I mean, mm-hmm. she's not going to go like murder someone per se, but she does have problems connecting um, feelings for others or like fair play or like things like that. Like how we saw her, you know, push the child when she was young. She has those mm-hmm. disconnects. Well, I want to win. So I'm going to, you know, win and right. I don't care who I hurt. And I think to an extent, that's kind of what we see, which is very different from the girl we usually get. Um, I, I'm i not sure if they'll go in depth with any of her issues per se, rather than how they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does make for a very different character than we usually get. And again, usually we get if they say, oh, this girl's a psychopath or a sociopath, we don't get a character that feels so fleshed out mm-hmm. like in K dramas, you know, we'd get the the first layer and that's what you kind of get stuck with. But this character feels much more fleshed out. And I think that mm-hmm. is due to the actress. She's doing a very good job on expressing um, her feelings. And so, yeah, I love that. She's flawed. Like she's I very think flawed, done... but they all are. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That's what I love about the show actually. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So is the setup cliche? And I would have to say I'm actually divided on my answer on this. Yes, it could look cliche because it's very much the haves and the haves not have nots and the the rich table bully who is trying to keep down everybody who's ever embarrassed him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not because of the difference like we've talked about in the characters that we're actually going to be focusing on because they're flawed, but they're trying to do what well. You know, Park Sao Joon's trying to do what's right, and then Kim Da Mi is going to hopefully grow and change. And it's not going to be the typical underdogs versus the elite. I think there's going to be more to it, and I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, and for me, this is like this is like a found family story. You know, you can see mm-hmm. how here's this character, Park Sao Joon's character, who has been through so much, and he just sort of collects people along the way and helps show them a new path. And I, I'm such a sucker for stories like that. So, um, I, I, I really, so that I guess in a way that could be a cliche because there are those found family stories, but, um, I think they're doing it in such a unique way and they're bringing in many diverse people and just different perspectives. So, um, I love it. I'm totally on board. Well, and I think a lot of times when we do switch over to something that's a webtoon or something adapted from a novel, especially when it's one of these where it's a character development, it does tend to um, go past some of the cliches. It goes more towards focusing on situations in society and personal development. A lot of things that when we have your common tropes, we don't get like a deep feeling of what's going on socially as well as just within the basic characters. And so I think this is um, 
going past what I was expecting trope wise. And it isn't like your typical drama. And we do see these occasionally. And, and, and thankfully this is a really well done one. And it seems like they're staying pretty close to the source material and not changing it to, um, Make well, it more palatable. Yeah, the screenwriter is the yes. writer of the source. Because so sometimes that helps, in but... webtoons you see it, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, this is what I wrote, but this is what we're going to say because right. that's not what Korean audiences want. Right. And so I feel that it is sticking very true to the story and the development, and it isn't going into any kind of cliches. I think the setup was a little bit cliche like you mean you had like the the bullying and the and you know his dad you had the tragedy of his dad dying and all that kind of stuff so with that i do think some of it was cliche i think where it's not it really is the characters and then also allowing especially the women to be flawed and also to Mm -hmm. show like i mean the second lead female nobody likes her but they're also showing her and showing the side where she does leave and she's upset at herself and that his mm-hmm. reaction is what's making her like, he should be like, no, I don't really like you anymore because of what you're doing. But because of the way he reacts to her, then she goes back and she's like, "Ugh, now I feel guilty for doing it. And so it's giving each of the characters a little bit of room. And like I said, again, especially the women to be able to be flawed and see, and hopefully, I don't really like her, but hopefully by the end of the drama, she's actually turned herself around a little bit and pushed away from the rich father and that family and joins the, the, the E2 on class, you know, bar and helps them out. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not, but there's a huge possibility that she could. And in a lot of dramas, her trajectory wouldn't be like that. It actually, the show kind of reminds me a little bit of just between lovers because like the female lead, the second female lead was kind of like that where you ended up liking her and she was really good. And then um, Park So Joon and then Joon Ho's character it remind me a little bit of each other. So just the character. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Mm-hmm. So what about the OTP chemistry? And so for this one, I had to keep checking back to see who really was the female lead because the first couple of episodes, like they really, especially the first episode, it really seems like it's the girl that ends up as the second lead Mm -hmm. um, because she has so much screen time with him. Um, And I was so afraid because I thought, you know, they, they have chemistry, but not, not OTP chemistry in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So um, anyway, so when we, take that part away and we think in terms of you know the um the really she's when they first meet she's a high schooler mm-hmm. um and Park Sejun again I had to sort of think about that I'm glad that they they quickly settled that where she you know mm-hmm. became old enough to be uh, a legal adult and all of that and I didn't have to question myself at all but um, just because, you know, it's, there's always that ick factor for me, like, no, mm-hmm. she's in high school, like that shouldn't be a thing. Um, but they really do have great chemistry together. I, I really love right now. It, it doesn't feel to me like, um, 
like he is feeling any kind of romantic chemistry. And she so is. I'm So I'm looking forward to seeing like how he may change as we go forward and just how that reciprocates. Cause that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, right now. Okay. So I've gone through episode <laughs> five and again, he's not reciprocating, but oh my word, is she not backing down on her part? And I kind of love that because she sticks up for what she believes just as much as he does. Mm-hmm. And they mm. just have this massive confidence in themselves that is so engaging and it's like very sexy, like both of them, mm-hmm. you know, and together they're twice as sexy. And so I just love it. And <laughs> I'm really looking forward to even like even if they didn't end up together, because who knows, you know, he might not be able to get past the um, black girl, but just like seeing them on screen together. I love it. And so they're an OTP in my heart, even if that ship never sells. And I really enjoy them. So 100 percent on board that. And also. I, we had like this great debate because in the show it says she turns 20. Is she still in high school? Is she not like in episode five? They they're all like, well, we're not in high school. We graduated, you know, so it was she graduated and she was out when she turned 20. She had just finished school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, because they're yeah, talking think, about, right? well, your mom's going to want you to start college. Why aren't you starting college instead of going and doing this? And I think for Western audiences, that's that it's just maybe hard for them to understand because of when the school year ends in Korea versus when it ends in America or other Western. Exactly. um, And and how old you are when you're in Korea, because even if she's like different, it could be 19 Korean years. So she might be 19. But but she's out of high school. That's all that matters. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for me, like I, um, the fact that he isn't viewing her that way, it helps me appreciate his character because whether she's like, if she's still in high school and she's 19 or 18 or whatever yeah. age she is in international age for a 27 year old. Cause if you do the math of like when he graduated <laughs> and how long he spent in high in, in, in prison and then how long he went fishing and I'm sure he did his military service in there somewhere. (laughs) How long it's been? He's 26, 27, his character is. And so for him, Mm -hmm. if he's just viewing her as somebody that works with him, one of his other little, uh, projects to like work with them and stuff that helps me respect his character more because 27 year old men don't need to be going and trying to date high schoolers. That's just my, Agreed. you know, you know, but thing. So. My thought is if she's out of high school, because I dated someone the right. same no, age I mean, difference. She's graduating. College, she's going into college because you know, he was in his master's. Right. I was in my first year of college and I don't see that that's an right. issue. She, she turned 20. Yeah. She's graduated. She she's in college. It's she would have been yeah. equivalent of first year of college. So Correct. I'm just looking yeah. at it that way. Thank goodness she's out of high school. <laughs> that aside the actor and the actress and their real ages and all of that they have some really even again if it's not romantic they play really well with each other yes and he's had i mean park min young and him had like 
amazing balls chemistry, but she just has chemistry with everybody. But I would say other than the witch's romance, like he hasn't had like really crazy chemistry with with people yeah. that you know but was good but it hasn't been like oh my gosh let me get a fan good right yeah and then <laughs> we haven't seen that yet but i see when they're together they have this like i don't know like when they're sharing space with each other i can feel that energy of them acting off of each other and it's really yeah. nice to see and i feel like he has come like she has chemistry with a lot of the other people that are going to be because I haven't watched past four, but that are going to be in his life that she's going to start being around. So the other characters within the show, she has really great chemistry with them, too. So, yeah, I just like her chemistry on screen. She's, she's very dynamic to watch. Yes. Yeah. And I think. Maybe my expectations are too high because I'm waiting for the fan myself type chemistry mm. and that isn't there yet. No. But <laughs> but I see the potential. And so I'm willing to watch and wait and I'm really hoping we get to the, the fan yourself point. But yeah, right now I feel like it's well, just it's embers. It's not there. My thing is yet. their quality of performance together right. is what makes me excited. Like, and they it may gives never me, like, be that type they of might chemistry. Never be. I don't know. But their performance off of each other is totally like fan worthy, in my opinion, because it's not always just about, oh, look, he kissed her. Right. That's not what makes me excited. I'm excited that they are playing off each other. They are equally quality right now mm -hmm. playing off each other. And mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like anyone's dragging. Right. And mm. it's just superb. Because, I mean, you can make a steamy kiss, but that doesn't necessarily make a show fan worthy, in my opinion. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, and I guess for me, too, I don't always like I have to think about it, about whether people have chemistry or not. And so I like it when they make it easy, like in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. I mean, that chemistry was really easy to see. Mm -hmm. But like you said, Park Ming-Nyung has chemistry with everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I'm still learning how to see the acting chemistry. Mm -hmm. I, I, I finally picked up on when I'm understanding romance chemistry. So if we go romance only, I'm seeing potential, but not full scale. But acting chemistry, I'm still learning. So I will keep watching with that in mind. Yeah, I don't think that there's been any moments where he's looked at her and actually felt attraction. Whereas on the other end, you can see her like those moments of like, and it only gets better from episode <laughs> five on. Yeah. So I mean, I so again, he has definitely just treated her like a little dong sing, you know, like yeah, his little sister yeah. type thing. But I do see potential for more. Yeah. With them. So. Especially if she has anything to say about it. Because <laughs> she's pretty aggressive. It's gotcha. adorable. So. Um, are we going to keep watching? Isn't that? Yes. Yeah. And then you're supposed to answer. You switched this <laughs> format around. Oh, my word. <laughs> yes. I am totally going to keep watching. I'm going to watch episode six maybe tonight. I was going to say, excited. when you guys leave, I'm going to be watching episode five probably. So yes. my answer is I've yes. been impatiently waiting for everyone to watch five and no one's had time. No, I, and I'm all like, what is this world when I am ahead of people? <laughs> so, my head hurts. Especially when you're watching four Chinese dramas. Yeah. I know. Oh, I watched 13 hours of a Chinese drama straight through. I'm almost caught up with it. Wow. So 
It was like, it was a weird evening for me and it gave me some odd dreams. Let me tell you. <laughs> I watched Tuck Everlasting instead of anything else because that's where my head was. That it was also, so, it was might hurting give so me some odd dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen it before. It's good. Yeah. Machne, are you going to watch it? Did you say yes? Well, no? I was waiting to see if you were going to watch I it. I said yes. I said yes. I'm watching it when you guys leave. <laughs> Oh, 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 right. Okay. And my answer is yes. I probably will be behind for a little bit because I'm going to try to finish Stove League first. But then, yes, I will catch up. And my answer is absolutely yes. I've finished five and I'm halfway through six. So, wow. Then I will be texting you after we are done. (laughs) Please do. The ending of five, which was awesome. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. I like cheering. Anyway. Yeah, me too. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. And if there's any specific actors, shows, or themes you would like to discuss, just let us know. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 